welcome to another week of Music Review Roulette, where each week we spin the wheel and listen to three original artists and give you our thoughts on the spot. So let's start it off with our first song of the day. up on you and carrying you down the river and the water will try to take you under to be wrong and oh so wrong to be right and still I have nothing to show the lonely road's not so lonely if you got some place to go
that was Falling River by Milwaukee artist Ben Harold. Uh, and this is off of his new album called Solace. So you just got to hear a little sneak peek. Um, I really like Ben's style because he kind of incorporates a lot of different genres. When the song first started, it kind of had that sly guitar country feel. But as you get going in the song, you hear more of a rock guitar solo. And See, he... I didn't think it was country, really. It reminded me of uh, Mac DeMarco, and he's got that um, particular sound. So that's what I heard. Yeah, but... yeah. But then you also hear that folk element in there, too. So he has this kind of combination of um, some some different styles, for sure. Yeah, um, somebody had written that he his sound is uh, old soul rock and roll. Absolutely. That chorus kicks in and it's very soulful, very catchy. Yeah, that chorus especially was very catchy. And I like the way the guitar uh, goes down. So the chords go dun, 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 during the chorus. So it kind of mimics uh, Falling River. Yeah. Which is very cool. Yeah, so the song Falling River is actually um, what Ben says. is kind of like a metaphor for life. You know, you can either fight it and go upstream and, and try to go against what is feeling natural, or you can ride down and, and follow life where it takes you. Um, and then sometimes I think that's really hard in life when you want something or you have a certain goal or a certain expectation. And like me, I'm, I work very hard to get where I need to be, but sometimes, you know, it's working upstream and you're working against yourself. If you just be patient, let Time take its course, um, and, and life will take you where you need to go. Yeah, most of the time. And, uh, yeah, it is hard to do. And uh, I know, Ben, we had had a conversation a while ago, and he made the choice to be a full-time musician, which is, uh, yeah, he's following his dreams, but that's got to be a hard path to follow, definitely. Yeah, and he's got a, a very supportive wife um, yeah. and family, so that makes a huge difference. <laughs> you know who he reminds me a lot is um, uh, an artist here in Milwaukee as well. His name is Zach Petrini, and I think both Ben and Zach were the music directors at their churches, and both uh, went uh, full-time music as well. So it's very similar story, and they've, they've got sort of a similar songwriting style, I would yeah. say. Um, now, Ben also supplements uh, his original music with a 90s cover band that he's in. Um, so that's um, called Throwback Stereo, and they do a bunch of like 90s fun songs. I think they even do uh, Dave Matthews. So um, the band is very, very good. Um, and around here, it's I think it's a lot easier to support yourself uh, playing Cover music is probably anywhere, but especially Milwaukee has a really big uh, and amazing cover band scene. So, um, yeah, you got to go where, where the money is. And then I think this really probably feeds his soul a bit more writing his own songs, and they're great. Yeah, he actually um, has played solo for many, many years, but uh, with the thought of this album coming up, you know, thought it's really time to put together a band. So um, I'm excited to hear the full band, and uh, they have a CD release coming up soon here on the 20th. April 20th, yeah. 
And it's at the that new place, the Paps Brewery. It's called the the, the best, best place. place, right? And they've got a, a really great opener. It's um, Althea, mm-hmm. um, which is very close to your name, which is funny. I know, um, and right, it was new. I've never heard of them, so right away I asked, but I'm like, well, who is that? Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, uh, Tim Wright, who mm-hmm. is also the singer for Blind Fiction, who is also in the Throwback Stereo cover band. So oh, okay. you know how everybody's connected in in Milwaukee, you know, in the music scene. It's it's a small world for sure. So um, they're a new duo, and I can only imagine that'll be amazing as well. So what a great lineup! Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you go see them April twentieth, and um, it's going to be a good one for sure. Yep. And with that, let's move on to our second song of the day. Tim works at Oshkosh And sprays on desert green And 50 microns To pay his daughter's way into school But the war is nearly over No one's home And the billion dollar contract's almost through They Making the military trucks And twelve hundred people try To find some other job Thank God this peace is temporary They're all shouting at the council Cause of the Muslim center in the And he called his wife to say If he's 
That was Thank God This Peace by the Oshkosh group Redshift Headlights. Um, I really like these guys and their sound. You know, it's um, it's obvious that they take a lot of time and effort into the songwriting process and what kind of rhythms to play and especially instrumentation. Mm-hmm. Um, this song, I heard some really interesting um, stuff in there and I actually had to look it up to kind of see uh, what what and it what was? Did, what did you find? Because I heard horns in there. Yeah, uh, definitely. What else was in there? Well, Redshift Headlights usually is known for more of their consistent guitar throughout, and this one had um, the '70s Rhodes keyboard that was kind of a constant through the whole song. So it was a mm-hmm. little bit of a different sound for them. But yes, the horns um, was actually um, a featured guest. Wow. Uh, from the Fox Valley uh, musician Renee Millard, and um, they played flugelhorn and muted trumpet. Oh wow! So definitely some really cool, interesting textures in this song. Yeah, um, what I really like about Redshift Headlights is their storytelling, and especially with this song, um, I you know I really like when a band has something to say, and it draws attention to important topics. Um, in this one, there was a variety of topics that I found. Um, they talked about unemployment in Oshkosh um, with the layoffs of the main character here. Um, they talked about sexism with, when the guy um, catcalled the woman in a truck. Um, they also talked about suicide, I believe. Um, the man who had lost his job and says he'll take his wife with him or meet his wife later, basically from... From the beyond. Yeah, and he, uh, Justin and I talked about uh, this song is really about war. So there's a lot of different wars in life um, that happen. And um, so verse one kind of talks about uh, one of the Oshkosh Corporation kind of that um, produces military vehicles. And so um, you're right about all the layoffs that happened. Um, until the next contract, you know, and that's kind of the basis for the whole title of the song, he says. Verse 2 kind of combines two separate stories related to war just in, um, you know, subpopulation. Uh, There was a local Muslim population that's received a lot of opposition and intimidation. Um, So, you know, more of a racial Mm -hmm. kind of war um, yeah, I aspect. did hear that too. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. But yeah. Yep, and then you're right. Verse 3 talks about the impacts of war on a personal level. And so, you know, like I mm. said, very thoughtful. Not only very thoughtful lyrics, but also in the music writing, which I can definitely appreciate. Yeah, I. this is, you know, a band that really sticks out and um, really is doing something a little bit beyond, you know, just the, the singer-songwriter uh, pop song. Um, I, I just love, you know, what they're doing and how thought-provoking they are. 
and uh, how good the music is as well, and especially with all the guest musicians they have. And I think they it's really more of a collective um, of different musicians from and around Oshkosh. And yeah. this really just, just showcases how good the music, um, you know, the musicians are around that area, the Fox Valley area. Well, yes, and absolutely. You know, Justin from Redshift Heslites is also kind of the curator of Oshkosh um, Independent and Rocket um, Rocket Fest that that we've done um, and promoted on the show here. What's independent? The, the Oshkosh Independent, independent yeah. is um, a way that he supports local music music by putting on different showcases, and he pairs with people in the community. Um, and so, yes, you know, promoting all of the the hmm. great local music in the area. Um, so, you know, yeah, very forward thinking, and uh, you know. Whatever is important to you, putting that forward and, and acting out on it. So, uh, some yeah, great what, things. What a great asset to Oshkosh. And definitely check these guys out, uh, Redshift Headlights. Um, they have a up-and-coming show, is that right? They do, here in Milwaukee. Um, so oh, really, cool. I know, we need to go to this one. Um, that's also on April 19th. They will be at Company Brewing uh, with... Hughes family band and and Karen's and um, that'll be a great show. The twentieth they'll be in Oshkosh at the Reptile Palace. And oh, I remember the Reptile yes, Palace. Yes, that's fun place. Yeah. And May fourth they will be in Viroqua at uh, Driftless Books. So a uh, couple of chances to see them coming up here. Uh, make sure you uh, go support them as they're great supporters of the local scene as well. Yeah, thanks so much. Uh, we really enjoyed that. And um, for our final song of the day, we're going to do something a, a bit different. Um, it's something we do on the show every once in a while when an artist um, gives us an MP3 or um, some audio of the explanation behind their song. Um, so we're going to play that first, and then we're going to play the song, and then we're going to come back with our reaction so uh, this band is called Gauss, and um, we're going to find out some more about them um, in this audio, so enjoy. I'm Eddie, and uh, I play guitar and sing in Gauss, and I'm sitting at Andy's house um, with Andy, and he plays drums, and we are we decided to um, listen to one of our old songs and just kind of reflect on it, because we think it kind of like um, showcases some of the the growth that we've experienced over the years and that song is Sounders of the Depths and uh, we listened to a version of it on a recording that we have called At Candleland so um, we have we still play this song now but we play a really different version of it and this old version of it is more like our, our old style but um, we really liked the, the night that it was recorded that was a really cool experience and maybe Andy can talk about the how it was recorded and the story behind that yeah so this song <clears throat> it was one of the first songs that gauss wrote and like in our when we first formed as a band so when it first when gauss first started it was like uh it was like the was it 2012 mm -hmm. yeah it was like summer spring of summer 2012 it was eddie and i first jammed together at the basement i lived at in a house called paper trail then my roommate and friend jimmy like heard us over overheard us playing and then asked us to join and then Gauss became a thing 
Uh, and this is one of the first songs we wrote, um, Sounders of the Depths. So, and we put, it was the first song we spent a lot of time writing. Um, and it's kind of funny that it went, went through a lot of renditions and variations when we first wrote it. And then even after recording it at Candleland in this live EP, um, and then recording it for another full length called Electromagnetic Magnetic Fields Control Our Lives. And then we still play it today, but it's like a totally different version. Um, it's just, it was really cool. We just listened to it and, um, like, so the setting of of this whole EP that's it's, a, it's an live EP. It took place in our friend Kevin and Jen's house. Um, they live in a house. I guess it's well, it's not called Candleland, but that's just the name of the attic where they did shows. Um, and they just recorded it all live to tape. Um, it was like in the middle of the summer. It was like June, maybe or late June or early July. Um, it was super hot. Super hot. Uh, and it was just, uh, it was one of our, you know, still an early on show, probably like our, I don't know, maybe our fifth or sixth or somewhere. Yeah. Like it wasn't, you know, still pretty early on in our, uh, tenure as a band, but it was just really cool. Cause you hear the live audio friends in the background, uh, some of our really good friends. You can hear them before the set and after the set and, um, just stylistically, it's, um, just like a little bit more unrefined and like aggressive, but it was like, that's just where we were sonically at the time, but it was just, I hadn't listened to the song and. Mm-hmm. Uh, a long time so it's just really cool to go back and listen to it right now um, and it was kind of fun because um so it's at our friend kevin and jen's house and, and kevin um has recorded like all of our albums but this was the first time uh we didn't even really know him that well at the time but uh so he likes to record to like tape and, and do it like old school like analog and so he had this uh tape recorder that he was going to get rid of and not like a handheld tape recorder like an enormous like a studio you know, the size of a washing machine tape recorder. And he lugged it all the way up to the attic um, just to record this show. But, you know, it's a live thing, and um, there was no time to do, like, a sound check or anything. So it was kind of like they just plugged it in, and, you know, they're like, let's see how it turns out. So it was just kind of cool to, like, uh, have no idea what was going to come come from it. Yeah, and then, so then we used those recordings because we thought they sounded cool or sounded pretty decent, and then we quickly tried to dub some tapes ourselves because we had a, we were doing a little uh like a four or five day tour with our friend scowler and statures at like middle of august maybe or at sometime in august so we like once we knew that these recordings were okay we i remember sitting at jimmy our bassist old house and like dubbing these tapes uh and i don't really know how well they turned out honestly but probably are not very listenable probably not but it was just uh i don't know it's just an in- interesting representation of uh uh, a time and place that Gauss once was and now it's very different now. Right. Because I think at the time, you know, we were a three-piece. Nowadays, we have six six different people in our band. Um, but, uh, you know, the same three people, we're, we're all still in the band. But uh, we just used to be, uh, we were kind of talking about it while we were listening. Like, you know, not a lot of subtlety, like uh, a lot of very loud parts. Um, also some very quiet parts. We were really influenced by like, post-rock music and like uh 90s kind of indie music and and you know punk stuff like we we wanted to be really dynamic and go from like really quiet tense and and beautiful parts to really loud and expressive emotional parts and like really like work with the 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 difference between those and i think you can really hear that on this song yeah definitely the kind of the extreme side dynamically like yeah like some parts of it are very soft some parts of it are very loud uh, definitely more aggressive than we, you know, than our later music, which, yeah, that just is like a, I don't want to say it's a, I guess it's just telling that we, you know, like, have branched off into different 
forms and things musically. I mean, mm-hmm. we were, that was a time where it also is telling of Milwaukee, the music in Milwaukee and the friends we were around a lot of, I mean, there was, you know, emo was bigger, screamo, all that stuff, like mm-hmm. hardcore, that, that was more Making, the like, scene. extreme music. Yeah. We were all in different bands or like we're surrounded by music that was, that kind of was, uh, derivative of that kind of more aggressive music right. at the time. And, and I feel like now all of us, I mean, I don't, not that I don't listen to that music anymore, but we all just have like different musical interests at this right. point, but it's cool to just, I don't know, to see that it's, it's like a document, you know, it's like an artifact that really shows right. where we were musically at that time and kind of reflective of the scene and the things that we were into that time. But now we've kind of come into our own thing and right. um, as of now with gals, how it is now. But I think also like it shows that um, even, even if compared to now, it sounds kind of loud and heavy for us. Uh, even at the time compared to the bands that we were in before Gauss, like Gauss was kind of our chance to be a little more emotional or like more, um, you know, expressive and like less heavy, you know, like to, I think at the time for us, that was even a contrast to a lot of the other bands that we were playing with at the time that were like all the time, you know, like, uh, and so we've, we kind of, we, even after recording that, then we like, pretty much immediately tried to move away from it and it and that's always been kind of the story of our band is like doing something and then being like ah we really gotta like push ourselves and 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 go do something different like and not and not rest on that and it's been really hard because sometimes we just don't know what to do next and it's really frustrating Feeling 
Thanks a lot, Cousins is up next. And that was Sounders of the Depths by Milwaukee group uh, Gauss. And uh, man, what a intense, raw sound that really was captured. Um, I can picture myself, um, you know, back like in high school, we used to go to, you know, more of the, the local scenes where everybody's there and experiencing this like intense, raw emotion. And um, it's pretty cool. Yeah, um, I like how they did this. Yeah, as you said, live, and um, it's it almost sounds like uh, you know sludge rock. I would yeah. say it's. Uh, I liked that build up that they had. It kind of built up to a, a rest, and then there's that frenetic guitar solo that uh, was just you know wall of sound. Yeah, it turned into almost a different song after that, and. Um, you know, it was a really cool, like, you know, I know they had, like, uh, emo slash screamo roots, as um, they had explained in sort of the explanation we had just played for you, but uh, this is a way different sound, I would say. There's roots in it, um, but, um, yeah, it's yeah. very different than that. It is, and, you know, what Andy and Eddie were talking about, now they have... That was with three people. Those same three people are in the band, but now it's six. So I can yeah. only imagine um, how their sound has it ev- has evolved, and you know maybe some of that space at the beginning is filled with other textures or instruments um, to give it a completely different sound. But I like also how this band challenges themselves to constantly being um, able to push themselves and recreate and come up with new sounds. I think that's really important, not only as musicians to keep us excited about the music, but I think it's also great for audience members to go and see a band and get a different experience every time. Yeah. And speaking of, do they have any shows coming up? They do. They have an amazing show coming up. Um, they will be playing for Kaylee Conway's EP release. Uh, Kaylee Conway is a fierce singer-songwriter um, in Milwaukee here. She's done some amazing things, great lyricist. Uh, we've covered her in the past. Um, April 18th, they will be at Anodyne. Um, so it'll be Kaylee Conway, Sister Strings, and Gauss. So this is an amazing show. Pretty it, diverse. It is. It's going to be um, really cool. Yeah. Uh, Those are the best shows, the diverse, like, eclectic ones. Anodyne is one of my favorite uh, venues, too. I've never heard a bad show, and that's probably because of uh, Tim, the sound Tim. guy, who's amazing. And this is one of the very few all-ages uh, events in town that you can go to, you know, bring your your kids, whatever, get some good coffee, some good beer. And um, I'm really glad, you know, places like Anodyne exist here in Milwaukee. So definitely check that out. April 18th, uh, Kaylee Conway's EP release. Um, Yeah, that'll do it for this week's Music Review Roulette. Thanks so much for listening. Um, If you have a song you'd like us to review, just give us an email at musicreviewroulette at gmail.com. Thanks to the Shop FM for uh, playing our show every Monday 
on iHeartRadio as well as their YouTube channel. And also thanks to Milwaukee Rocks. Is that the... Rock on Milwaukee. Rock, I'll remember it one of these times. RockonMilwaukee.com for playing our show. Um, if you would like to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts, um, we'll make sure to deliver our show each and every Sunday. Also check out anchor.fm slash music review roulette where you can find a history of all of our, what, 105 shows now. We've been doing this for a while. And if you'd like to uh, give us a donation, you can do so there. Um, and that'll be it. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.